Hey. <laughs> What's up? Not much, Greg. What's up with you? Not much. Um, I'm chilling. That's it's been a pretty solid day, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm just cool. <laughs> nice. You still got the content aware Spike Spiegel as your I, Skype avatar. <laughs> I don't know who you t- that's just a picture of me. I don't know. You oh, know, oh, I'm what sorry. Yeah, that's it's. I'm. I have an illness, and then I'd appreciate not talking about it. Mm, <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, I got content where it's Spike Spiegel as my Skype icon because I. God, I think the last time I even used Skype, I was. I think it was for <laughs> Woodland Secret, and I just had not changed it. It's bad software. <laughs> we. It's bad. It's like a bad program, uh, for babies. But it turns out, uh, Skype is, is dumb. Like, yeah, it's bad. What are you on stupid. these days? You on Discord? I'm on Discord and Telegram and all that like shit that keeps me from having to be on Skype. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Although, but Skype... I will always download Skype for Woodland Secrets. Well, thank you, thank mm-hmm. you. Skype too has the advantage; it doesn't show like Rick and Morty memes when it's starting up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now hold on there. No, I got something I want to tell mm, you about. Now yeah, there's this thing. Mm. There's this thing called Pickle Rick, and I tell you, it's just. <laughs> It's it's just fantastic, and uh, no. you know he got uh, that pickle Rick character. He yeah, has a real hoot. No, okay, you're gonna have to explain this to me. Um, so Rick is a man. Yeah, he's a human man. Human man. A pickle is a different. A pickle is like, a, like cucumber. a vegetable. It's brined. They brine it, and I used to think when I was a kid that that mm-hmm. there was a regular sized cucumber that somehow. Yeah. Was like compacted by the brining process, um, like a super dense pickle. I don't know. It, mm-hmm. I was like a an adult. Pickle reality. I was an ad- <laughs> I was an adult when I realized, like, oh, they just they just use small small cukes for that, huh? <laughs> yeah, you're fucking stupid, weren't you? <laughs> well, I'm using Skype, so. Um, but now, 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 Rick is a man, and a pickle is mm-hmm. not a man. So, how do you? How do you reconcile that? Now that's that's why watching Rick and Morty makes you a fucking genius because then they tell you. Fuck! I gotta start watching this show. Guess you gotta start watching it, huh? Just, oh, blow your fucking because you know a, a human man can't be made into a pickle, but they fucking did it. Fuck! The fuckers there—they just did it. Geniuses they spent so much time wondering whether or not they could. They never stopped to ask whether they should. And then they did. And, they and did. we're we're all paying for it. Forever. Forever and ever. Until time ends. Yeah. We have to, we, we have to deal with pickle Rick. Yeah. Speaking of pickles though. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of cukes and pickles and veggies. Yeah. You've been gardening. I've been doing a little bit of that shit. Yeah. A little teeny bit. Uh-huh. Look, I'm, up in them plants. Uh, most of it's dead now. Cause oh, no. Fall, it's fall. No it's, no, it's cool, though. It's supposed to die. Yeah. Um, the yeah, circle of um, life. Gar- yes. <laughs> I'll sing all those whole lyrics. I don't no, even I don't. Know we'll have to pay... Uh... Oh, shit! Oh, that's all I know. I promise. Disney, don't come <laughs> back to me. I don't have a family. I mean, I do, so protect them. I don't know. Fuck me. I don't know. How's it work? Um, yeah, I've been gardening, and it's been... It's been a really, really good part of my life as far as, like, just something to um, invest time in and put me outside and everything. So, um, 
Yeah, it's yeah. It's what you chill. growing? Um, right now, I am on the tail end of some sunflowers that are finally starting to droop, and I can start taking the seeds out of them for next year, which is really cool. Uh, I've got some Roma tomatoes growing, and my strawberry plants are kind of dying, but that's okay because it seems like every time I grow strawberries, they always just like come back harder the next year, which is super cool. And yeah, it's been it's been a lot of work, um, but in a really good way. Um, it's that sense of like, it's very kind of like a this very chill. It gives me a sense of like, it gives me a sense of a control and this sense of like not that creepy like I have control over a living thing, but more like oh cool I can like help something live yeah. and like get from it and like seeing things like flower and yeah like cutting away like stuff that's hurting the plant to make it grow better is really cool. Like that sense of um. I it, I tried to like this is gonna sound really fucking like tippy or whatever I don't know what you call it like it gave me some sort of like life balance too as far as like oh cutting away the dead stuff to make the overall experience better for mm. the overall quality of life better by taking away the stuff that's obviously dying and like you know harming yeah and trying to like apply gardening stuff to life has actually been pretty cool. I kind of like went real hard into the gardening scene and I'm extremely happy to like keep doing it. And yeah, it's been super cool. That sounds great. I think I know what you mean though, because it's not like, you know, you're building a, building mm-hmm. a model or something. Do people, you know, like you build a model of, yeah. of a, uh, like a boat, a boat or something. And then it's done and you've like done it and it's controlled. You're mm-hmm. like helping you're, um, Oh, there's a great word for this, but I forget what it is. But you're like helping something grow rather than just being like, I made this thing do this. Like Exactly. Oh yeah. yeah. It's like it's it's less of the whole like ah, I made you do this, you work for me, but it's more like I'm trying to like see what what see what I can make work to make the overall environment for the plants better because it's also cool from the standpoint of like just trying things out and seeing what works and if it doesn't work then you can just try again later and all of the mistakes become compost and you can always just put more dirt on it next year and it'll probably become something even better. Yeah. Yeah. I am so impressed by people who know about plants because like, um, uh, my producer, Nick, mm-hmm. um, when we lived together in Toronto, uh, in a house, she would, we had a backyard and she would garden in the backyard and, um, hey. like she would walk through and be like, that's this, that's this, that's this. And I'd be like, that's, it looks like green to me. I can tell there's a plant. <laughs> this is a plant. I know that. I'm a city bitch, and like this is, I that's that's a plant. I learned that it's in got school. Green. It's green, and uh, if something is coming off of it, I'll be like, "That's a bean." I'll I know. It. I know I... that it's a bean. Let me eat that bean. There's one long fucking bean. You can't tell me otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm very impressed by people who like learn those things and like can tell things apart based on their leaves and like learn how things grow and what they need. It's, it's like such a powerful thing to know. So the secret behind me is that I don't know, like, I don't know dick about like a lot of plants. (laughs) You give me a lot of credit that I just shattered immediately. Uh Um, No, I guess kind of, yes, kind of no. It's not that I don't know about plants, but it's definitely not like, I don't have it down to a science, but it's definitely really, 
gratifying because a, a lot of stuff is actually given to you on the package of the seeds. Mm. And I mean, there is like the concept of like just being able to find the right dirt and stuff like that. And it's really so it's really cool to know that you can do it anywhere. So like I have some friends who like live, you know, they'll live in an apartment complex or they'll live in a city or they might be at, uh, you know, they might be still living like at home where like they may not have like the freedom to just kind of dig around in the yard as they please or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I learned about how people will like get rubber, those big old Rubbermaid containers and then drill holes in the bottom of it so that and then fill them with dirt so that when they water whatever they put into that soil, it'll drain properly. And that way they have their own like big old plot of soil to like play around with even if they have like an apartment and i always thought that was super cool and some people just they'll grow plants in like fucking like cups and shoes and skulls i don't know fucking whoa anything don't that, don't trust them it's so cool you give a you give a plant a gun that'll shoot you in the head you gotta watch out <laughs> that's Those why plants. i dream right i want them i'm like hey you know don't don't like don't happening me don't don't please don't um <laughs> don't Mark Wahlberg happening me. I'm, oh, is I'm that on your the side. movie where the trees turn against everyone and start killing people? Yeah, the trees get pissed off and like I guess they admit like suicide gas. So here's the thing about that movie. Um, yeah. we already don't love trees as a as a uh, species. I think I would say. Um, if the trees started killing people, we wouldn't be like, oh, okay, we're like we get it. We would just be like, like that's it. Like, oh, you thought we were cutting you down before? You haven't seen anything. I uh, guess you could say that's the woodland secret. The closest thing I get to gardening is playing uh, Stardew Valley, Ooh, which okay. isn't close to gardening at all because you just click to, to hoe a ground and then put a seed in and then water it, and then in a few days that turns into money. And all it is is just your plants equal money. Just like in real life. I bury money all the time, and look what happened. I, I'm, I'm fucking rich. <laughs> I you got have, that buried gold? I got that buried gold. I, I'm growing gold like you don't know my life. <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds like there's a lot going on. What the hell am I doing in life? Like, I just, I pretty much write these things. I just like don't go on Facebook. I've like, I've had this weird thing where I've suddenly become like reclusive outside of like Twitter and like the usual shit that I use. I've like stopped talking to like most people that I've known, mm-hmm. and it's it's freeing, but it's also jarring because I had so. When I was younger, I was all about, like, networking. I got to make all these friends. And it's really cool. You know, back when, like, people gave a fuck about Twitter follows in, like, 2012 or whatever. And I just wanted to, like, fucking talk to everybody, be everybody's friend. And now I'm, like, 30. And I'm just, like, I think it's it's enough. Mm -hmm. You know? And I think that I don't need to talk to – I don't think I need to, like, know the people that I knew in high school. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm just kind of, like – I guess maybe it's because I've also moved, like, complete opposite coasts from where I used to live that I'm like, I don't know, that sounds, like, mean, but it's also just, like, I'm tired. No, it sounds <laughs> like you're, fi- yeah, it sounds like you're you're finding a way to be online and, and socially that's working for you, which seems good. It is. I say the word, you know, it's weird. I say the word reclusive, but I don't really mean that because I'm still as sociable as ever. It's more just, like, I think I don't extend myself for it as much as I, like used to feel like i would just 
completely go go above and beyond to try to be everybody's friend. And mm. I realize that my I have a lot more exhaustion with it. And it's funny because my like my brother, who is like considerably more introverted than me, I'd say maybe, um, has started like talking about all his endeavors that he's doing and all this shit, and it's really cool. And I, it's just this interesting switch that I noticed, and maybe that's just like the way things are, but. Overall, like you said, it's just a system that works, and you know I have just as many people that I love in my life as I ever have, and I think that's really cool. So, yeah, that seems great. <laughs> You're doing it; it's good. I'm, I'm doing it, and it's happening. Um, okay, what else is going on? How, how, what's been going on in merit life? How you been doing? Oh, what am I been doing? What am I doing? Well, um. God, what am I doing? I am writing more. Hell yeah. Which is fun. Um, I, yeah, just like all kinds of writing. Just like I'm writing for this men's magazine, which is really interesting. Um, <laughs> and uh, writing, I wrote a piece for Kotaku the other day uh, yeah. on cam girls and streaming, which was yeah. fun. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm like playing some video games. Um, explain those to me. Explain them. Yeah. Um, so, I, so I did start playing uh, Stardew Valley, which is uh, are you are you familiar with it? I am familiar with Stardew Valley. I don't have it, but I have a lot of friends who are super into it, and it's, it's yeah, cute. Yeah, a lot of people. It's an Animal Crossing, and it seems like it plays into that vein of a uh, very relaxing life sim, and I'm down for that. Yeah, yeah, it's um. It is kind of, I mean, I, you can play it that way, and I think that's how I'm going to play it. Definitely people oh. also play it, like, min-maxing their farm, like, just trying oh, to, word. like, trying to just, like, build up, like, an industrial farm and just really crank that stuff out. And uh, oh. I don't really have any, any interest in playing it that way. It's, like, fine if people do, but for me, it's just, like, I'm going to wander around this town and, like, you know, <laughs> find some mushrooms that I can sell yeah. and, you know, grow some beans. Uh, yeah, it's like it's it's like the way people like got super into Farmville, mm. and I, I, as far as I know, maybe maybe people still are super into Farmville, but yeah, where it's like almost like competitive life sim. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I got my farm has to be the strongest one and defeat all the other farms in the land, otherwise I I won't get the Dragon Balls and I can't wish back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like. Yeah, you know, I just like don't. I don't care for that kind of thing. Like any game that has like builds or like, oh, here's how, here's the top strats to do it. I'm just like, I don't have uh, patience I get so for that. Of that. I'm so bored. I just want to do things my weird way and like yeah, not worry about, about whether I'm optimizing or not. Um, so, Competitiveness is like the way to just make me not want to play. Like I, everyone, like everyone I know plays Overwatch and that's cool. But then like I know people who just get like, pissed off at overwatch and it's ruining their life and i'm like stop it yeah I see what, yeah that's like, i mean competitiveness can be cool in the sense of like i want to do better but then like god it turns into this fucking like poison yeah <laughs> yeah were you ever into that kind of game or did you just sort of like really early on be like no this isn't for me so I was into TF2 and that kind of stuff like a little bit like I don't which is obviously not on the scale of like fucking the stuff like you know um, Overwatch or like Dota or something like that, but 
there wasn't there was a sense of competitiveness and like I still like the game, but I never I I never latched onto competitive like gaming. Like I was when it comes to games like that like no like, I I still play Splatoon and stuff like where it, it, for lack of a better term there is competitiveness in it because you do you know your the whole thing is like you have to win and that kind of shit. Um, but the way I do things doesn't make me feel like I'm like because I'm not following the major strats I'm somehow like failing at playing the game mm-hmm. like I like you said it's just I want to play the game my weird way and if it works out then cool and if it doesn't I'm still having fun so fucking like I don't know what to tell you <laughs> yeah I don't want to sound like I'm beefing on competitiveness necessarily because mm-hmm. I do get that there is an appeal as far as like like I said the whole like contributing to a strategy that helps your team win is satisfying but it's just that point like I feel like whenever I've seen competitiveness like happen, it's always just ended up with people just getting like pissed off and yelling at each other and then like just ruining like their lives and huh, I'm not I'm not that's, that's not my vibe. I'm not I'm not I'm not down with that. Yeah, I'm things trying, can escalate really quickly. Yeah, I'm up here trying to like just like fucking plant fruit <laughs> and live in a digital house that's big. Yeah, that seems good. I mean, I will say I did like uh, in TF2, you know, there's that one guy. There's the oh. uh, there's the that sniper guy. And the pee guy. And he uh, he th- he throws pee. He throws a jar That's... of pee. I I just like that humor, you know. Turns out, if you piss in a jar and throw it automatically in Mensa. <laughs> That's the fuck. That's the secret. Another woodland secret for y'all listeners: pee in a jar, throw it. Did You're John genius. Blow ever throw the jar? Elon Musk is currently developing a system for all of uh, humanity to pee in jars and th- chuck them into Mars. <laughs> we just have just to get it all off the planet. Where is it going to go? That's the number one threat to humanity's future is just pee everywhere, and we need to deal with it. We're going to we're gonna throw all the pee into Venus and call, change it to penis. Fuck. I'm sorry. That, that was the worst fuck. <laughs> But only Elon Musk has the foresight to look into the, the serious problems facing us. Elon Musk is currently working on technology to send us all the Venus and dump all the pee in there, and then we're going to come back to Earth and we're not going to talk about it. Yeah, no one will weird. ever mention it again because it was really fucked up. It was kind of a weird thing. He was he was really hyper focused on it. Like everyone's like, "Yeah, that's cool, Elon Musk. Like, I want to go to Venus, but why? Why are you so like?" Why you fix that NSP thing? I'm just, you know, do you, but like, I, all right, you know what? Never mind, dude. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> everyone's <laughs> got real, like, by the time they got there, everyone's kind of like, just, just do it so we can go home. This is like, he, he's like getting really like adamant about this and it's not, it's kind of harsh in everyone's vibe. This <laughs> <sighs> is just like, like an awkward space trip. Like, I feel like, I feel like when we do go to Mars, um, it's gonna be like because they, they're talking about how like oh yeah we gotta make sure we get all the people with the right personalities because it's gonna be like a night it's gonna be like a two year trip or whatever the numbers of days or years are to get to Mars. Mm-hmm. And we gotta make sure they don't like kill each other because they don't go they wouldn't want them to go insane or some shit like that. And I feel like what's gonna happen is it's just gonna be awkward. No one's gonna like kill each other or like freak <laughs> out, but there's gonna be a whole lot of like it's like when you follow somebody's like secret twitter and it was cool for a while and then they start going off on like some really like dark shit that you weren't prepared to deal with and you're like 
and you, you can't unfollow them without it being a thing. <laughs> so you just kind of, kind of like mute them. It's kind of, uh, yeah, homie, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Where's Mars? Are we there yet? Oh, 20 more days. Oh, whoa. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just going to be weird. We're going to get there. It's going to be fine. It's going to be weird. Oh, yeah. No, it'll be. Um, be then they got to come back to Earth in like three scratching the back of their heads like uh we talked about we bonded over some shit that we probably and then we you know that mm, shouldn't have bonded over that <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't gonna come back like mad sound like oh i didn't think i was gonna see that dude's dick but mm, <laughs> I, was, like, I had to like look at it but it was like medically fascinating so i like couldn't look away yeah i don't know the then we all started doing drugs, and I don't know. I thought it was cool for a while, but I had a really bad role for a while, and I don't know if I want to go back into space anymore. <laughs> <laughs> ah, what's the secrets, everybody? Hey, it's me, Greg. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah. Hey, it's the podcast. Podcast. We're what? doing it. We're doing it. <clears throat> Can't believe, like, an, I- an iPod cast, like, you could put these mm. on a disc. <laughs> Fucking weird, right? Down- don't download these podcasts. Listen to them on the website. Kids, <clears throat> I'm a computer, and I just wanted to say... <laughs> um, I, there's a lot of downloading going on. <laughs> and you need to stop all of it. It's very important. Kids, please understand, I am a computer. <laughs> and I need all of your money right now. <laughs> Go to your parents' purses. <laughs> Put them in the drive. That's where I'll get the money. If you want more episodes of <laughs> Woodland and the Secrets, you need to give me all of your parents' money. I am a computer and I am dying. God, do you think anyone listening to this knows, gets the reference to... Or it? To Cool Rick, to my favorite show, Cool Rick and the Kid. Cool Rickings. To uh, to GI Joe. Do you think anyone <laughs> has seen those? Has video seen those videos? Are we the only ones? Like the old, like the old edits, like the fence. Yeah, yeah. So yes, because it's. I've actually talked about this with like several of my friends, where it's like it's amazing that like that shit that was made in like 2003 manages to still like creep into like echelons of shit that i interact with mm-hmm. and in a good way too because i still find that shit incredibly funny like i was i, I still laugh at pork chop sandwiches every fucking time <laughs> i see it actually god no my favorite one i think is oh, i can't say my favorite one because they're like all my favorite but the one where it's like the, the where it's like the fireman but it's like the second one not the one where like not the one where he blasts the kids with like a hand laser also funny um but the one where it's just like <laughs> Bitch, you want to push that button, bitch? Check it out. I <laughs> <laughs> just throws up someone and goes, hey, you know, you just be able to go to sleep. You know, they think everything's fine, everything's cool. And then wake up the next day and they're on fire. And then it just ends. This it's has been funny. our our reenactment of, of G.I. Joe uh, parody videos. Oh. Little do you know, that was actually, like, the true, like, that was the way the show was supposed to be. And then Mattel was like, we can't sell that. We can't do that. What, you where, where are you going to sell a pork chop sandwich toy? 
can't sell a pork chop sandwich on on the action figure. What are you wacky? You gotta go to the you gotta go to the deli stand. Come on. <laughs> Those <laughs> videos, though. I mean, it's funny because like, yeah, some of that stuff has really stuck around, and then some of it like is just like, do you ever like? Did you were you into anything like really that now you look back and you're just like that was that was just really dumb. Oh, like so I was into <laughs> the best website on the world or whatever, the Maddox website. I was too. I was just gonna. That was the one I was actually gonna say. <laughs> and that fucking sucks. This shit sucks now. Like, yeah, you, your kid cries in a store, just eats some chili and kick him in the head. And I'm like, ah, when I was 14, that was funny. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, now it's like, oh, that sucks a lot. <laughs> it's it's bad. Like, and it's, all just that fucking like, I mean, you know, it's 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 how do I word it? It's a perfect timestamp for what everyone in like 2006 thought was funny. Because <laughs> it was just, just that mark of like humor. Like you watch, you watch certain movies and like they'll make a joke that's really poor taste. But like you, you do the thing where like, oh well, it's too, when, you look at the back of the box. When was this made? Oh, 2004. Okay, never mind. We're fine, everybody. It's it's 2004 movie. <laughs> Like, like shit, shit that if it was done in, like, 2017, I'd be like, come on, do you know better? But then, like, they'll say some, like, just, just some, like, just some head-ass shit, and I had to, like, look at the back of the DVD case to see what the date was. And depending on that, I'll just be like, okay, fucking 15-year-old me probably thought this was, like, the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> now I'm, like, 30, I'm like, why are we still watching South Park? Oh, God. I... <laughs> My God. Um... I'm on, I'm visiting maddox.xmission.com for probably the first time in 10 years. And, right. uh, it, it says, it? it says that he has been around for 20 years, which, a word? um, <laughs> I'm so, he has, he's been writing for 20 years. How do you write? Does the site still look the same? It still looks the same. Oh, what a. What a bad choice of what like everything. What a bad cho- What a bad. Why? What a bad. What a just bad, bad, bad. Put 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 in toilet. No way. Put it in the virtual toilet. Keep it in the virtual toilet. We'll leave it in there. Gonna push <laughs> it down. Make sure no one's aware <laughs> of addicts.com. Thank you. Oh my god, that was beautiful. Oh, that happened. I like, tapped into like I tapped into like the blood force or something. Whatever. It's funny. The blood force. Yeah. That's funny. Like change called blunt force. We'll we'll call it that mm. instead. Blood no force the... is a brutal death metal band from North Carolina. A word. I can't tell um, you fuck with me. <laughs> no, that's 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 real. Um, also, I think a Marvel character or a team, maybe a team. Fuck it, that's both. Both. <laughs> it's a Marvel character named Blood Force. I don't. Do you know another thing that's called Blood? Is a little a little known game called Bloodborne, and yeah, uh, it's base. Basically, it's it's like the Dark Souls of games. No way. No way. Hey, it's, it's fucking weird. I played Bloodborne for about two hours, and then I was just like, "Nope, fuck you!" And if you enjoy Bloodborne, <laughs> listeners, um, I am I'm like honestly happy for you, and like I think it's great. But for me, 
when I play a game and the game is just like, go fuck yourself. Oh yeah, you think you're good? You think you can play a video game? Fuck you! Get out of here! Get out. oh you oh oh you want to you want to play a video game? You want to have a fun time with Mario and Luigi? They're dead. I fucking killed them. You probably bloodborne immediately. The game, the, the the thing that's like gets up, kicks you in like the fucking head and like takes your wallet. Yep. Ruins your job. Ruins your blood sugar. It takes all of your food. Um, you know you probably bloodborne. I was surprised when um the game called my family and threatened them. And told me that I had to finish the game or they're all gonna die. Looking for a new family, uh, so if anybody uh, hit me up, <laughs> I have friends who are super into Bloodborne. I think the game looks really cool, and I think it is really cool. It's just like that game, that style of game, is like I'm bad at it, and it hurts my feelings. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't like it. I don't like to feel <laughs> bad. I like when a game is like, "Hey, you're really great. You're like the best. You're you are the master." Of your I'm domain. literally in the market of gamers that like everybody apparently hates. Of like, oh, you, you just want the game to be like fun and easy. And I'm like, yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> yeah, I just want to like turn my brain off and have a fun adventure with Mario and Luigi, my friends. <laughs> oh yeah, like, and I know that's probably weird considering I was talking about how much I like to like Splatoon, where it's like active. It is actively like kind of, I, I would definitely say it's kind of competitive but it's still also like i can lose myself in dumb shit in that game so there's always ways in games that i play even if they have like little like bits of competitiveness where i'm competitiveness or i'm going to like just focus my time doing stupid shit now platoon i mean <clears throat> platoon splatoon yeah, platoon. <laughs> wait i just got that um <laughs> <laughs> i just got that it's splat and platoon also i just got i just got that rabbits the other day you know rabbits i just got yeah. that they're rabid rabbits yeah you see it they fuck with you but then you yeah. catch on yeah, yeah. i'm hey. i'm on them 10 years later i'm on them oh well, they um, almost threw me for a curve but i was too quick for no them. i got them I, <laughs> I i snuck up um I besides get one over me, don't fucking kick their ass. Oh, you have to do. get up pretty early to get one over on me after ten years. Ten whole years. I finally am on your tricks, Rayman. I know you're tricky because you don't have arms or legs. <laughs> you're really sneaky. No joints. Sounds fucking weird, but hey, your hands and feet are showing, so something's happening there kind of weird you got some kind of what what would happen if you put your hand between like in that space like what would that be like well like that's one of those things where like if you put your hand in that you put your hand in the space between his arms and body your hand gets trapped in there and you can't like it's terrifying oh shit you just get like shot and like you lose a feeling in that arm for like a year is that how raven fucks what the secrets, everybody? Yeah, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yes. I'm I, so sorry. Don't worry. Uh, funny. I think Raymond, if he fucks, it's. Oh, no, I gotta think about don't this. Don't think, think about it. Don't, don't think about you, it. I'm you, sorry. You, don't you, think about it. You open this part of my brain, and now I have to think about it. I think it, I think that's it's like the same situation as the hands and the feet, where it's just something that's just like detaches and it's like hooked by some sort of like dark matter situation. Mm-hmm. That's how he fucks, and he's got and he's and Ray, I will, I will die on this. Raymond has had sex. Okay. All right, there you have it. Uh, end of story. He's had. He's fucked. 
All right. Well, we can move on. Move on. Finally. I'm glad we solved that one. Glad we can finally put that matter to bed and we can, as, as a nation, we can move on and heal. Finally. Finally. Thank God. God. So weird show. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. It's, it's funny, though. I'm, fuck. <laughs> I'll jump. I'm sorry about you're, my show. I'm sorry. You come on I, and you're talking about, you know, you're being you're, so, you're, you're just like trying to find the words to describe these like difficult to just to, to describe feelings around uh, gardening and, and emotions. And I'm just like, do you think Raymond fucks? Do you think and, Raymond has a garden he's fucked in? And I'm, and I'm sorry for that because um, you deserve a better caliber of podcast than this. I deserve to know the answer of the question I just asked you, which is, do you think Raymond has a garden that he's fucked in? I mean, basically Raymond's whole world is kind of like a weird garden, right? So, yes. A garden of desires. Hmm. Mm, mm, what, do you, what do you think Raymond's horny for? We have to stop. <laughs> I can't. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I'm trying, but I'm like, I'm sorry. Oh I know God. I started this, but um, but there was the, so one of us had to end it, and I'm glad you pulled the trigger. Because, thank you. <laughs> but Splatoon, Splatoon, um, better game. A lot of that seems like. I mean, there's like the game, obviously, but then there's just like you run around in this like little like city, and you just like draw things. I love the environment of Splatoon so much because, like, God, it's just like this little hub world and it looks really cool and there's so much love put into it. And I love all the characters and I love the canon of just like humanity has just been dead for like 10,000 years and like new sea light came up and became that from like the remnants of. Oh my God. No, it's super cool because it's like, God, I guess I think I'm trying to remember how to first, because I didn't finish the the um campaign of Splatoon 2. I gotta go back and finish that. But I finished it for Splatoon 1. I'm trying to remember what the canon is, but I think it's basically the sea levels eventually rose and killed us all. And then like some fucking like ten thousand years or whatever shit later, um new sea life came up and evolved to what the like the inklings are and all the other like sea creatures and everything that like have all the stores and shit. And I think they have that like kind of society that I think is loosely based on artifacts from what they dug up of human society. Which is a really cool lore, in my opinion, because then they think they're, <laughs> they because they have all these like cool style. God, and the clothing in the game is so I'm such a nut for fashion that like every time I see like new clothes for like character customization, it's both my heaven and my hell mm-hmm. because I can never, I can never decide what I want my character to wear, mm. especially when all the outfits look so good and also have different stats. And I'm like, ah, it's also cool. What I really liked is um. The last game that I felt like did that kind of clothing thing really well was um, in Dragon Ball Xenoverse. Dragon Ball, yeah, Dragon mm-hmm. Ball Xenoverse. <clears throat> there was like so there were so many outfits and, and pieces of clothing, <laughs> and you could like just switch between like a bunch of different ones really easily. Which was like for me, that's like the ideal situation because I want to be able to change my like my my little cartoon dudes outfits yes. all the time. I- love character creation so much i'll spend so much time wondering if the aesthetic for my character matches over i spent so much time in that <laughs> <laughs> and this platoon does the thing where they they add on the, oh by the way some of these items have stat boosts and i'm like what if this looks really good but this is my character's gonna die in like a second i hate i don't think clothing should have stats i think it should just be purely cosmetic <laughs> I think it's a really cool feature, but it just drives me up the wall because I'm like, oh, I'm going to wear this because it looks cool, but my team is going to like, I mean, fuck them, but also, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh god, I love it. It's like that's like the way to like my heart is. If you give me character creation, I will like, I will buy your game. I don't care how nonsensical it is. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Okay, I'm, I'm keep, taking like, notes. Give that to, give that to everybody. I'm taking and, like, notes for reasons. Oh, we, oh, for my game, um, Diarrhea Simulator. It's <laughs> it, it's character creation. No, I'll, I'll be able to, like, you know, it does have character creation. I mean, it's about. <laughs> about diarrhea but when well, does I mean, have a character creation like, though like, got cool shoes like look at those nikes like <laughs> not, not that i'm sponsoring nikes i'm not doing that i'm sure i'm just, just mentioning it um but you know if nike wants to send me some shoes no no but <laughs> if johnny nike is listening right now mm-hmm. to, please god please no. please um, uh but no yeah i i just love character creation so much and i, I feel like the game that made me really get into it when I was younger, like trying to pin it down to a specific game, was definitely like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, like that mm. series. Like, like I think it was two that like introduced the character creation that like blew my mind. Yeah, no, that was a lot. It was super cool. I haven't played it in like fifteen years, but I wonder if it's still good. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, and like the other <laughs> games that like had that were like, because for me. Um, cause you know, character customization didn't really catch on for a long time and still like, I think there's a lot of genres of games that like should have it, but don't, but, um, <laughs> Tony Hawk games and then wrestling games too were really good. Yeah. With that. <laughs> that's real. When you get to create your own wrestler, that's what, God. Yeah. We d- just made like the most fucked up, like, I mean, it was basically a precursor to something like monster factory where we would just like did, try and make the weirdest things we could. Did you ever see undertale wrestling? No. <laughs> God. Okay, so uh, one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen in my goddamn life. Um, it's someone literally took like I forget what wrestling game, and I apologize because it's probably driving some people crazy because I'm not friends who love wrestling games. So I'm sorry, I don't know wrestling. Um, but they took a wrestling game, they just created all the Undertale characters, and just like they created the whole like lore and everything, like the, like and that they just the music and like the font choice and everything. It's just. They even made a brand. They even made two different videos based on which path you took later on. You click the annotation, you choose each path. It's amazing how much is put into it. And now I'm oh I'm going god. to have to watch that again like tomorrow or some shit because oh my god. And I'm, I'm, I I have to link that to you later. But oh please please. But again, that just shows you the cool shit that you can do if you give a game a character uh, creator. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people do wild <laughs> stuff. I love it. I love it. Great. I love like stretch your imaginations. It's just like do the wildest shit. Like, uh, I'm actually curious now. Um, if you can pin back to it, what was the first game that had a character creator that you really liked? Ooh, oh my gosh. Um, I'm gonna think like because I don't think it would have been. Uh, I don't think it would have been like a 16-bit game. It must have been at least like Nintendo 64 era. Um. Oh. It might have been Tony Hawk as well for me. Nice. I feel like that was a big like unifier of like our yeah. generation. Yeah, I know. That was like a big touchstone. And like, because yeah, you yeah. could like make someone and be like, this is my cool skater. Oh, you can like name your moves too. I forgot about that. <laughs> and I remember, I remember naming all my moves after like DBZ moves. Hell yes. Oh my God. The rules. Oh, yeah. No, that was a big one for me. And then like, Speaking of was... DBZ, when I when I played Xenoverse, like I guess a couple of years ago at this point, um, that was super cool because I was like recreating characters that I played in like role playing things in like awesome. 
you know, middle school. So that was like, that was awesome. And I had been waiting so long for a Dragon Ball game that had character creation. And uh, That's so good. <laughs> it's, it was, it's, it was like, su- it was such a long time coming. And like, um, I'm pretty hyped about the Sonic game that has character creation that's coming yeah! out. <laughs> Sonic Forces, oh my god. I'm, I'm excited about that. that. Everyone's going to make their personas finally. Like, I know. I say this wholeheartedly. I mean this in like the most loving way possible. This is the game that like every like Sonic OC creator wanted in 2002. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, <laughs> we're literally making like, avatars of fucking Sonic, and this is like... Ah, this, I, I can't wait to see what people do. It's also cool from the standpoint of like a lot of those people who make Sonic OCs are artists, and so I can't wait to see like this new generation of like and like people who've like been doing it you know, forever. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see them draw their characters. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the game. I'm probably gonna be drawing my character like whatever I make. So <laughs> and then like and like fucking I just like I can't wait because it's probably gonna be the game where the further you go along, you get more stuff, mm-hmm. and that's gonna drive me. Fucking Easy because I'm going to like want to have everything, mm-hmm. but also it'll be playing. So like I-, I hope it does that. Also, Mario Odyssey apparently is going to have like a costume like. Oh my god! So happy about that. I want to put Mario in like a stupid outfit. I I want to dress up these nerds. I want to dress up these fucking idiots. <laughs> Let me dress them up. Please, God, like, ugh, I hate that. I'm such like a. That's the easiest way to be hard. Let me dress up in it. Let me dress up the main character. Let me let me put some cool shoes on him and like a. Wait, what are all the animals that you can be in? In forces, Sonic forces. So from what we've seen, and I don't know if they'll like do more, but I've seen. I think there's a rabbit. There's a fox. I think there's like some sort of like beaver looking character. I think there's a cat. Maybe a dog. I've seen. I'm not 100 percent sure, but like I feel like we've seen like mostly mammals. I want. Put some cool lizards in there. Fucking get some cool ass like get a bearded dragon in there or some sort of like aromastics. <laughs> oh wait, I got it. Okay, bear, bird, cat, dog, hedgehog, rabbit, wolf. Think of me another hedgehog. That's actually... all right. So there should you okay? Maybe the fox is like a wolf. Okay, that's cool. That's it's fucking. Cool. Especially considering all the colors. Oh my god, everyone's gonna. I cannot wait for like two everyone's months. Just, like... Two months, baby. Look at Sonic. Did you get mania? I haven't played Mania. I should do that. Have you played it? Yes, I haven't finished it, but it's so good. And it's... Uh-oh, I should do it. Oh, one of my friends described it in a really good way where it was like... It is so easy to, like, just try to bank on nostalgia alone. Sonic Mania is done in a way where it's like... It's not just a, a nostalgia-like tap. It's just it's done with so much love. Mm. Like I think nostalgia is necessarily a bad thing, but you know when a game is very clearly just like trying to be like a money dip, like for like oh here's here's Sonic buy our game. Oh sure, yeah, or like you liked Banjo Kazooie, right? And this game like for and like not Force, oh, Force is probably good too, but Mania like it manages to do the thing where it's like yes, this is very obviously catered to the nostalgic like '90s gameplay generation, but it does so many new things too, mm. like. The first time I saw the special stages, I lost my mind. Like, and are you aware of them, or do you want me it's to spoil like them? It's like with the UFO and stuff? Yes, and it's like... And it looks like Sonic R mixed with Sonic CD, and it's like the cutest thing in the world, and I love it so much. And and then when I saw the freaking the intro animation, I lost my shit. Like, <laughs> they went in with it. And there's so many... There's like these little touches that they do in the game, too, that are really funny and like... Very much in the vein of like they're clearly paying attention. 
mm-hmm. to what people are saying and like taking all taking all of the best bits of that the criticisms that have come come to the forefront over mm-hmm. time and have just like made something amazing and I'm extremely happy to have like seen like seen and played like seeing the development of this game over time as like they've been putting out updates and then finally getting to play it and being able to be like actively happy that they just did this and I now I'm not I'm talking about it I'm so glad I, you've reminded me to definitely finish it so ah Sonic, Sonic <laughs> Forces and Sonic, yeah maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll get maybe by the time this goes up I'll have you know I'll have played it or something but I think it, I mean, it's on my list for sure for sure for sure um well uh, do you want to move on to the only segment that we do on this show? I would love to. The segment called Get Wrapped. Get Wrapped. Yeah. Did I tell you about this? I would love to know about Get Wrapped. Please tell me. Did, did I, I maybe forgot. Sometimes I forget to tell people about it. Um, this is a segment mm-hmm. where we recommend things. Um, yes. So those things can be pretty basically anything you want. Um, and if you like, I can go first. Yeah, because there's a few things I'm like that are on the tip of my tongue right now, but I would love it if you go first because I'd love to hear the things you recommend. Okay, yeah, and to be clear, it doesn't have to be like a piece of media or something. It can be yeah. like it could be gardening or something. Um, but so mine that I'm gonna recommend. Um, I've been thinking about video stores a lot lately, and uh. I, because I'm I'm working on this piece, and I think by the time this goes up, it will have gone up um, mm-hmm. on Zeal. And uh, it was this piece about uh, video stores and like renting video games. And um, and one of the the last video stores in my hometown closed like two weeks ago. I got oh, a t- no. yeah, I got a text what? from my sister that said, "Oh, select video closed uh-huh. and was replaced by a vape shop." Like that's I feel like that's the. That's insult to injury. I mean, that makes me mad. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Damn it. so I've just been thinking about video stores a lot lately. And, um, there's, um, this guy I know online, um, who runs a website called Dinosaur Dracula, which I've talked about on the show before. Um, but he, like, uh, he will, like, go to video stores. And, like, this isn't the whole point of the website, but it's, like, some, a recurring thing he's done. Um, he'll like go to like a video store, like an old video store, and just like sort of like take pictures and buy some stuff from them, and um, just talk about like their history and stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, he's done this like a like a half dozen times so far in like the last year or two, I think. Um, and it's so good, like it's just like oh, just man. pictures of just like you know piles of VHS tapes um, of like old candy and stuff and just like, and like these signs that are from like clearly like 10 or 15 years ago. Oh, that's so um, cool. And, uh, I love that. Yeah. And like, he just does a really good job of talking about like the magic of those spaces. Um, so I'm going to recommend that it's uh dinosaur Dracula's video store adventures, mm-hmm. and I'll put a link to it in the show notes so people can find that. Very cool. This isn't my recommendation, but I just want to build on yours because you mentioned VHS stuff and, God, that's been such a thing for me because I I recently um, scored a VHS TV. Not recently, as of like a last summer, but like I got a VHS TV that I, <laughs> one time I actually took to my old job and would like actually watch like Pokemon VHS when like time was down because there was like nothing to do. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how I got away with that, but I think it was just at that point where I just wasn't giving a shit. Um, but I've started this is actively hunting out old like VHS stuff. Like I have like Macross and like. 
I had the episode of the Magic School Bus where Arnold takes his helmet off in space and dies. Essentially, <laughs> I had that on a VHS. Not even fucking joking. I am so happy about that. Um, but it's such it's such a cool pocket of time, especially when it comes to like looking at the previews and being seen like coming soon, Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. And it's like, holy fuck, this is such a specific sliver of time that I'm so happy to like have on this tape and like can revisit anytime I want. And I totally see the appeal of just like being able to take like video stores and just seeing people like actively still care about that is super cool to me. And I'm sorry that it became a vape shop for you. Yeah, I mean, I hadn't been in there in a while, so I yeah. I can't really feel too bad about it. But next time, next time we visit, we totally got to take you to Scarecrow Video. Oh yes, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I ever even went there when I lived in Seattle, but oh, uh, we we should go. So I got I, mean, I got to go too. So maybe I should like go at some point. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but mm, I guess it's my turn to do a recommendation, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I want to recommend. I was going to say gardening because, so I'm going to do two recommendations if that's okay. If I can no, please, it. please do it. All right, hell yeah. First recommendation is definitely going to be gardening. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Um, gardening has brought, like, <laughs> I'm going to get real sappy for a moment. Uh, gardening's brought, like, a real, like, sense of peace to my life as far as, like, just being able to nurture something and watching something grow that you've, like, put in the work and, like, the care of is one of the most satisfying feelings in the world, especially, like, so I'm the kind of person who has esteem issues and like issues with like, you know, always second guessing myself and just the typical anxiety, not not typical, but well, anxieties that I'm sure a lot of us share as far as like, you know, self-worth and am I good at this? Am I dumb? Whatever. And I grew up with that for a lot of time in my life where I wasn't sure if I was really good at anything or if I was just like, fuck it, stupid or whatever. A lot of that kind of stuff. When you, when it came to like, when I embraced gardening, it gave me this sense of like, how do I word it? Like being able to actively see the things that you were curious about enough to, you know, just put into the ground, give some soil and a little bit, of, put it outside, give some light, seeing it grow, and then like it like later on becoming this huge. Like I grew, I grew, I grew potatoes. I grew. I'm still growing sunflowers grew them from seed even and like seeing all this shit just like bloom and blossom and like no I mean, obviously it's dying now but you know it's just that's just what it is for gardening but for for the time period that i had and i've been gardening for years too like it's just been it's given me such a peace as far as like you know having a, a difficult day and you know fucking you know there's the shit that comes along with that and then you go outside and you just like surround yourself in the air and like you know just nurturing all these pieces of life that are appreciative of the things that appreciative of the work that you're doing enough to bear fruit and show you that you're doing a good job. I definitely would like to extend that recommendation to anybody because I mean, when I say anybody can garden anywhere, it's always possible. Um, no matter the space that you have, if you have like a little sliver of sunlight somewhere in your apartment or a windowsill or anything, just find a container, find some drainage, put some dirt in there, a little bit of like crap you don't want to eat. So it becomes compost and put some season there. I guarantee you just, it's, it's, 
the fucking best. And I'm sorry I went on that for that long. No, yeah, that's a um, great wreck. Yeah, that was kind of a spiel, but definitely please do it. I recommend it. Second recommendation: um, put put um coffee grounds on your steak. Interesting. Go on. Okay, I'm so I'm so glad I get to talk about this because no one believes me. <laughs> um, God, oh, this is so cool. So. Um, when I make steak, um, I like to I do like salt and pepper and all the typical shit, and then I'll sprinkle. Not obviously not used coffee grounds, but like fresh, like ground coffee that you just sprinkle on each side of the steak, and then I let that I I wrap that in um, plastic wrap and let it sit for a while, because I want that stuff to like, kind of just like because the salt will like kind of bring out some of like the flavors and shit, and then that'll go with like, the uh, coffee grounds, mm-hmm. and then um, when I put the shit in the pan, it just. It works really well with the steak's natural fat and adds like a sweetness and like also like kind of like a a charredness that's not really charred, but what you'd expect coffee grounds to taste like, but mixed with the steak taste, like it's amazing. And I I picked that up from a comic strip when I was fifteen years old. <laughs> like I'm no joke. I picked it up from a comic strip where the main character is like, Oh yeah, uh I'm gonna hey dad, can I grill tonight? And he's like, Yeah, you can grill, son, and like you want me to show you how to do the steaks? And the sun, like, rap, like just gives off this huge, like, recipe. This kid's, like, 15, too. Just this huge, intricate recipe where he talks about, like, oh, yeah, I did a steak rub with some cayenne and all, the, all this other shit. And he mentioned coffee grounds. I remember stopping and being like, God, that, that's weird, but that sounds like it makes sense, kind of. And, you know, the joke is that the dad just, like, would do it with salt and pepper. And that was, like, the big, like, joke. And, um... But I remember, like, stopping and, like, by the time I was starting to, like, you know, when I was independent and, like, buying my own shit and, like, you know, curious to do my own and doing my own grocery shopping and everything. God, I remember trying that one time and it was the best thing I ever did. That sounds super cool. It's so good. And, like, don't, like, cake it on there. I was, like, sprinkling on there, you know, like, just enough to, like, you know, get some on there. Because you don't want to have, you, you don't want to have, like, a crunchy steak. But, like, it, it does add, like, a little bit of, like, grit in a good way as far as, like, just, like, the grounds are good with the food you're eating. Um, no, but God, it's so good. Um, please do it. So coffee grounds and coffee grounds on steak and gardening are what I would like to recommend. Also put coffee grounds in your uh, dirt where you garden because that um, adds to the uh, that adds to the dirt quality. And it's good shit. Coffee is our friend. Turns out coffee is our friend, and everything about it is good in every way. And plants love it too. <laughs> that's great that's great yeah. those are great wrecks thank you thank you thank you <laughs> <laughs> well this has been a blast and i'm so glad we got to have you back on do you want to tell people where they can find you online yeah um nowhere no fuck i'm kidding <laughs> um no i am uh jack Gregoire on twitter i am jack Gregoire on tumblr like those are the main like places i feel like i'm Mostly Twitter these days, just because I've become a complete fucking recluse for like most other social media. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you can find me uh, there. Um, I'm always like posting like drawings and stuff, and like all my thoughts and all that kind of cool stuff. And I would love it if y'all want to talk gardening, hit me up, and I'll see what I can do. <laughs> Sweet, great. Well, thank you yeah. again so much. This is so great. This to was talk super to you. fun. We gotta I hang out this. again soon. I'm gonna come back to yes! the West Coast and we'll hang. Please, we gotta talk about reboot again. I was gonna try to bring it up again, but I know for the rehash material. <laughs> we gotta talk about reboot. We gotta go to Scarecrow. It's gonna happen. Well, it was lovely. It was lovely talking to you. Yeah, you too. I will talk to you later. Have a good night. You too. Bye, everybody. I love you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
Woodland Secrets is hosted by Merrick Kay and produced and edited by me, Nick Bravo. Woodland Secrets is a part of Stay Mean, the world's only podcast network. We're entirely listener-supported. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a patron of Stay Mean at woodlandsecrets.co support. For as little as three bucks a month, you'll get access to a monthly newsletter and frequent bonus episodes of our shows. If you'd like to have a message read on the show, head to woodlandsecrets.co slash messages. You can help people find out about the show. Please mention us on Twitter. We're at Woodland Podcast and at Stay Mean Co. Or rate and review us in iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. <laughs>